0: Warning, this podcast contains foul language, sexual situations, and discussions of drugs and drinking. Yeah.
1: Welcome Welcome to to Fuck Shakespeare, Shakespeare. all All the the naughty naughty bits exposed. exposed. Our goal is to open your eyes to all the inside info that makes reading Shakespeare way more fun. Any episode might contain dick jokes, or essay ideas, or anything in between. So, So, listen listen up. up. Well hello there! <laughs> King Lear. Number three. Number three. So much fun. Hello, hello. I'm Diana. I'm Erin. And we are delving into King Lear. Just getting started. Still in Act One. But we're meeting some some other characters. Today we're going to meet a really special character. fool He is the conscience of Lear. Your shadow. hmm <laughs> And uh, we we were talking a little bit about him in the first episode, and how very different he is from other types of fools mm-hmm. that you that we've met. And although so, he is a little, I mean, it just occurred to me he is a
0: little like Jayquees, a little. Not that Jayquees oh, is yeah. a fool fool, but there's something kind of
1: similar in yeah. the
0: roles that they play within the play.
1: Yeah, for sure. And because in that play, we're talking about As You Like It here, there are two fools, right? right? Touchstone. Yeah. So Jaquie is kind of like the counter fool, the dark fool. Right. Yeah. To to Touchstone's regular fool. Yes. Goofy, (laughs) goofy, colorful fool. Yeah. So yes, this fool, and this fool actually incorporates a little bit of both. So in the beginning of, I mean, in this intro to him... We do see that he's sort of making jokes, but they're really bitter, pointy, sharp jokes.
0: Yeah, he doesn't make jokes like, ha ha jokes. He makes jokes like, yeah, like, stick
1: you in the kidney.
0: (laughs) That doesn't mean
1: that people don't laugh at them. Yeah, they laugh and then they go, oh, wait, shit. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. And you'll hear even Lear's like, "Oh man," he he realizes, "like that was just pointed at me. That's not cool." Yeah. Right. Yeah. And Kent starts to comment, and then he's like, "I'm just gonna know." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So speaking of Kent, we thought we were done with him. Right. He was banished. But no. Yeah. That doesn't happen. Well, Romeo comes back illegally from banishment. But usually you're banished, you're done for. Well they're gone. In as you like it, there are there's a ban there are two
0: banishments. Yes. Or more more than two yeah. banishments. And uh, and they're not done for and at the end, happily everyone comes home.
1: Yes. We don't see them come home, however.
0: No, but also in the tempest.
1: Yeah, and after fourteen years. That was a long, long kind of served his term yeah
0: Yeah. so it's interesting but (laughs) Kent we think has been
1: sent away I will kill him if I see him within my realm but that was the first that was the first casualty no it was the second casualty He, he had said Cordelia you know get the fuck away from me and um so Kent comes back here in some kind of lame disguise because he, out of this ridiculous, overdone sense of loyalty that we were talking about. And I always, you, you look at the text and you're like, how did he get away with this? Because there's no way somebody doesn't recognize him. So I always wondered, does the fool recognize him? And how does he feel about that? And is he glad he's back? Does Lear recognize him? And just thinks, you know what? I need him. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see within the text somewhere because at some point I think he definitely loses what, like maybe he's doing a funny voice in the beginning or something and then he definitely can't keep that up. But, 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 here I go. Yeah. But, but, so
0: there are many Shakespeare plays where people are in disguise oh yeah it's a constant and, theme and they're not recognized yeah so why should kent be different yeah or you know girls being boys
1: boys being girls like whatever yeah. this you know and, and no one notices it's just a it's a, a convention it's a convention that they just like okay we're just gonna take it for what it is yeah, yeah. I, I accept yeah. you at face value yep so i don't know about kent we'll have to we'll have to see yeah but it could be a fun choice for the actors to kind of like, wait a minute, <laughs> you know, especially the fool to like, I know you. Yeah, right. Hang on. <laughs> I, I'm the <laughs> only one. No who's there's no way not, that the fool's that
0: stupid. Right. I was going to say, I'm the only one who's not that stupid. Yeah. Although Lear is also not that stupid, but he chooses to see reality through his own lens. Therefore, he he could see Kent and not
1: see Kent. So, again, that speaks to the theme of seeing eyes and all that. So that's a great embedded not seeing piece of the theme. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. yeah. And also, it, um, we talk sometimes about, you know, well, we talk a lot about status, but I think that high status characters don't see servants. They no. just don't see them. They couldn't fucking tell you one from the other. When, when they have a bunch of different servants. This is how Viola, for instance, in Twelfth Night, gets away with being a man, quote unquote, to Orsino. Because Orsino basically doesn't really see her until she sees he sees her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then gets all confused. But so, I think they just don't see them. Yeah. So, this guy comes in looking like a servant. He's like, who the fuck are you and why do I care? Interesting. All right, so uh, we're going to do two scenes together because Act 1, Scene 3 is very tiny and small. It's just Goneril and her s- servant, Oswald. Now, I think she do see Oswald. Yeah. She do see
0: Oswald. And, I- and Oswald holds a special place because he doesn't really behave servant in no. a lot of ways. And sometimes
1: he's labeled... a uh, um, a minor villain i hate that word but yeah oh well as we said this play is kind of chock full of villains there's more quote villains than there are good guys in this play but there's no such thing as a villain
0: right there's just a lot of people who make really bad decisions in this play some of them are i would i would argue every time that regan is messed up and so is cornwall they are messed up human oh, yeah. beings and so they i don't like the word evil but do they purposefully make the choices that they make yes whereas the others are wrapped up in their emotions and their places and their you know reactions to their environment i feel like they're not there's nothing intrinsically within them that wants to do damage like there is for Edmund Regan and Cornwall.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we get to the when we get when we get to Cornwall's castle, ugh, everything takes a very dark and ugly turn. I wonder
0: what Cornwall's backstory is. Like, yeah. why is he so? He's like. Yeah. Cesare Borgia. <laughs> he is Come like mind. Cesare Borgia. He is. That's a and I love that. <laughs>
1: Pretty horrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, definitely something went maybe very wrong. Maybe in his he's childhood. a second
0: son also married to yeah. a second daughter, which is right, like which
1: is just and he We're not gonna get nothing.
0: Yeah, and he thinks he's better than that. Yeah. You know, and maybe Maybe it's eaten away at his soul. I don't know. There are lots of things you could think about, yeah. about why yeah. he is the way he is. Right. Ooh. We could try to
1: excuse him, but, you know, I don't know. Ooh. I don't know. Well,
0: sometimes a bad guy is actually a yeah. bad guy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And Shakespeare doesn't give us too much back no. story on him, because we're just going to take him at face value. He's just awful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right.
0: So here we are at the Duke of... duke that's it we're at the duke of (laughs) albany's palace yes yeah enter goneril and oswald and he's not her steward yeah he's her steward so that's a higher elevation yeah from he manages
1: her her household so typically um goneril would have had her own fleet of servants and albany has his own fleet of servants so Oswald is managing Goneril's affairs, particularly not um, Albany's. Okay, here we go.
0: Did my father strike my gentleman for chiding of his fool? Yes, madam. By day and night, he wrongs me every hour. He flashes into one gross crime or other that sets us all at odds. I'll not endure it. His nights grow riotous and himself upbraids us on every trifle. When he returns from hunting, I will not speak with him. Say I am sick. If you come slack of former services, you shall do well. The fault of it, I'll answer. Mm, okay. So she's like, this, this dude, he hit you? Yeah. He, He hit you because you said something to his fool? Yeah. And then she's like, he is. Uh, he's staying with her. That's yeah. the deal. So he's staying with her. And every day and every night he does something to her or someone close to her that is just reprehensible in her eyes, inexcusable. Yeah. And he's getting everybody on edge and everybody's fighting. and and his nights are carousing and drinking all her ale. And and then he yells at me. And yeah. Albany, because his nights created chaos. So when he comes back from hunting, I'm not talking to him. Don't you provide him
1: service. Don't right. do it.
0: And then yeah. if he gets mad, I'll take the heat.
1: I'll take the heat. Yeah. Then notice all the sss yeah. sounds. So yeah. she's kind of whispering because she's very aware that a hundred nights, there could be any one of them anywhere yeah. at any time. So say I'm sick slack. Um, and also, why would nights grow riotous? They're drunk. And also because it's peacetime. There's nothing for them to do. They're bored. So, okay, let's go hunting again for the 99th time. You know, like, what are they? They don't have purpose. So it's not their fault either. But notice, and notice the uh, pronouns. Himself upbraids us. Now, does she mean she
0: in Albany or does she mean herself in the royal we? And I, I think
1: herself needs- and the royal we because it fits that way in the in the uh, syntax of the sentence you know mm-hmm. himself upbraids us that's a singular pronoun mm-hmm. for just me yeah mm-hmm. and then so they're hunting horns there's some kind of you know warning that here comes the king he's-, he's coming madam i hear him put on what
0: weary negligence you please you and your fellows i'd have it come to question if he distaste it, let him to my sister, whose mind and mine I know in that are one. Remember what I have said. Well, madam. Let his knights have colder looks among you. What grows of it, no matter. Advise your fellows so. I'll write straight to my sister to hold my very course. Prepare for dinner.
1: Good, that last bit is in prose. Yeah. So she,
0: I think she just makes her uncomfortable. It makes her very uncomfortable because she's trying to... Break the rule, and she is not mm. a rule breaker. Yep, she's a rule follower, but yeah.
1: she's had it. So to tell her servants to ignore the king is very bad. Yeah. But if she, if he just, if he doesn't like it, let him go away. Yeah, let him go off to Regan and see how he likes it. Yeah, right. He thinks <laughs>
0: he's he thinks he's not getting what he needs here. Let him go check my sister. Yeah, right. Yeah. But the thing is,
1: she has done everything for him. She's yeah. done everything he's asked. Right, she let him in the Hundred Nights stay here, and now it's just not fucking working out. Her whole household is in a turmoil. Yeah, yeah.
0: So don't, don't look kindly on him. What grows of it, it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah. Tell, tell all the servants this. And notice that she and Oswald have a shared line too. Yes, yes, you they know, do. They are very much in sync. Yep. They understand each other. Yep. All right, prepare for dinner, and that is the end of a scene, and scene four is Kent coming in disguised. I mean, in truth, it could, like, sort of flow one to the other, but usually scene breaks are when all of the characters in a scene leave the stage. So that denotes the scene break. So here's Kent disguised. That's all it says. If but as well I other accents borrow that can my speech diffuse, my good intent may carry through itself to that full issue for which I raised my likeness. Okay, Raised. Raised. So he shaved. He shaved his beard off, which is something to, you know, to change his appearance a lot, Mm -hmm. probably. And if I can other accents borrow, which kind of gives you a hint that he's going to try to change his speech a bit mm-hmm. so that he that his voice is not recognized. Okay, so his voice is disguised, his face is changed a lot by not having a beard. And, mm-hmm. and he's like, and he starts with the word if. I hope I can carry this off. He is disguised as a form of lying. And he's not a liar. He finds this very difficult. I think. Now banished Kent... If thou canst serve where thou dost stand condemned oh that's hard to say how about stand condemned yeah, yeah. Well, you have to canst serve canst you have to slow serve. down yeah he's making it take time if here thou because canst and canst if 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 you're if able, you're,
0: right okay. if you're but if you're doing it in iambic pentameter
1: if, if thou canst, canst serve, serve
0: right you right. have to mm. canst serve it um and then you have to
1: stand you have yeah. that sound again yeah 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 and serve being the important word right yes. because it's emphasized right. yeah and then and notice again he starts with if so he's very uncertain of this course yeah uh, because condemned yeah he's so this is not just funny guys you have to realize the stakes are huge it's his life. if Lear looks in his face and go you fucker And he can put him to death right there. He said he would. The stakes are huge. Be very, if you're playing Kent, be really aware of that. Okay, I'm going to try it again. If thou canst serve where thou dost stand condemned, so may it come thy master, whom thou lovest, shall find thee full of labors. So I will do whatever he needs of me if, if if I can just get by with this. And come in... Yeah. comes Lear
0: with his with his
1: knights and what not. Yeah. Let me not stay a jot for dinner. Go get it ready. How now? What art thou? A man, sir. What does thou profess? What wouldst thou with us? I do profess to be no less than I seem, to serve him truly that will put me in trust, to love him that is honest, to converse with him that is wise and says little. To fear judgment, to fight when I cannot choose, and to eat no fish. (laughs) So Lear's like, what's up with you? What the fuck? Who are you? What do you want? And he's like, I want to serve you. And I, to serve him truly, that will put me, like, I will be a good servant if you trust me. I will love him. You know, that is honest. I will love the honest person. Um, And I like to eat no fish. So to eat meat only, which implies that he was a Protestant. Right, because you'd have to eat fish on Fridays. Yep. So that's an interesting distinction in the times of Shakespeare. That's for the ass cushions. That's though. for the ass cushions. But for the
0: groundlings.
1: <laughs> the underneath meaning, the subtext is not to eat pussy. <laughs> because he's like... I don't do what women ask me. So it was just a little joke that he throws in there. You know, I'm a manly man. I don't have to do, I don't have to please women. Side note. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yes, you <laughs> do. Yes, you do. <laughs> but he, he lets all the court laugh, you know, because Lear's got a bunch of knights with him in there. And they're all like, Whoa oh, ho, ho, funny. We like this guy. Hire him. Lear. What wouldst thou? Service. Who wouldst thou serve? You. Dost thou know me, fellow? No, sir. But you have that in your countenance, which I would fain call master. So you have something in your face that makes it seem like you would be a good master. What's that? Authority. Interesting. Which he has
0: none of anymore.
1: Zero. What services canst thou do? I can keep honest counsel, ride, run, mar a curious tale in telling it, and deliver a plain message bluntly. That which ordinary men are fit for, I am qualified in, and the best of me is diligence. So it's like, I can do these things, and really, whatever you give me, I will do it with a lot of good intention. How old art thou? This is where it makes me think that Lear's like, wait a minute. (laughs) You seem familiar. Yeah, (laughs) I'm something familiar about your face. Not so young, sir, to love a woman for singing, nor so old to dote on her for anything. I have years on my back, 48. Could be true. Follow me. Thou shalt serve me. If I like thee no worse after dinner, thou shalt serve me yet. Where's my knave, my fool? Go you and call my fool hither. You, you, Sira, where's my daughter? I'm still talking to myself. Okay. <laughs> Keep talking to yourself. Now this is Oswald. So I'll please you. <laughs> <laughs> he just like, yeah, yeah. Remember, and Goneril was exits. like, don't,
0: don't, don't talk to
1: him. So yeah, he just walks by him. And walks right on he through. Walks, he walks right on through and doesn't... What says the fellow there? Call the Clotpole back. Oh, Clotpole is an <laughs> idiot. That fucking idiot back here. Where's my fool? I think the world's asleep. So people are jumping to answer his things. You know, one knight goes one direction to find Oswald. Another guy goes the other direction to find the fool. And the knight comes back who went to look for Oswald without Oswald. So Lear, how now? Where's that mongrel? Uh, he Says my lord. Your daughter is not well. Why came
0: not the slave back to me when I called him? Uh, Sir, he answered me in the roundest manner. He would not.
1: Roundest. That's great. Mm -hmm. Round means rude, Mm -hmm. but it also means it's like a vagina that has no pointy thing on it. (laughs) So it's dickless. This dickless jerk said he would (laughs) not come back. Yeah. He would not? My
0: lord, I know not what the matter is, but to my judgment, your highness is not entertained with that ceremonious affection as you were wont. There's a great abatement of kindness appears as well in the general dependence as in the duke himself also, and your daughter. Sayest thou so? I beseech you pardon me, my lord, if I be mistaken, for my duty cannot be silent when I think your highness wronged.
1: Yeah, so remember that Kent is listening to all this. And so he's getting an update on how the king is being treated. And th- But only just now. Only just now is he being treated
0: like this. It's not like it's been going on. She just made this determination right before he returned from hunting. Yeah. So it's just whatever's
1: happened at dinner and how Oswald has responded. Although maybe to the knights that it's been going on longer than that. Maybe, right? maybe. Because if for him to say that, there's not reason for him to be lying. He's just like... No, I don't think mm-hmm. he's lying. I think he's like, something's up. I think people are fucking getting tired of us, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then he's like, I have to say this because I, I care about you. Lear. Thou but rememberest me of mine own conception. Conception is understanding. So he, I, I have noted this also. I have perceived most faint neglect of late, which I have rather blamed as mine own jealous curiosity than as a very pretense and purpose of unkindness. I will look further into it. So he's like, yeah, yeah, I've i kind of noticed this. My jealous curiosity is my overzealous awareness of behavior, like I've been noting about people's behavior, probably because he's like, how, how are gonna people going to treat me? Like, he's aware. Well, he, yes, because he has no authority left. So how will people treat me now if I have done all this and yep. given away all this? But where's my fool? I have not seen him this two days. Uh, since my young lady's going into France,
0: sir, the fool hath much pined away. Another really important.
1: The fool Missus Cordelia. Yeah, if you're playing the fool. Really important note for you there. Yeah. No more of that. I have noted it well. Go, you, and tell my daughter I would speak with her. One guy goes out. Go, you, call hither my fool. Another guy goes out. And Oswald comes back. Oh, you, sir, you, come you hither, sir. Who am I, sir? My lady's father. My lady's father. My lord's knave, you horse on dog, you slave. I am none of these, my lord. I beseech your pardon. Do you bandy looks with me, you rascal? And he smacks him. Again. Hits him again. Yeah. Well, it's disrespectful to look the king in the eye. So bandy looks means uh, exchanging, but it really means that Oswald's looking straight in his face, which is absolutely not done. Not never.
0: And also, you know, he expected to be called king, and he was called, you're the father of my, the person I serve. That's all you are. You're not the king.
1: Ooh, dangerous. Yeah. Dangerous. Oswald,
0: man, Oswald he's going he's, out on a way. Yeah, really. <laughs> and he says to the king, probably looking him right in the eyes again. Yeah. I'll not be struck,
1: my lord. My lord. Yes, not You're my not, liege, not, not, not your, majesty. your majesty. Yeah. And then Kent comes right up behind him. Nor trip neither, you base football player. <laughs> A football player meaning, like, a a kid who's playing a game. He's like, what fucking game are you playing, you little jerk? So he trips him up. He falls over. Oswald falls over. And and Lear's like, yes. I thank thee, fellow. Thou servest me, and I'll love thee. And then Kent to Oswald. "Come, sir, arise. Away. I'll teach you differences. Away. Away. If you will measure your lover's length again, Terry, but away. Go to. Have you wisdom? So. Like, are you insane to look at the king like that? I'm going to fucking kill you. Yeah. Measure your lubber's length, meaning lubber is a a lout, a jerk. If you want to lay yourself out flat again, just come back to me, dude. (laughs) And so Lear, Now, my friendly knave, I thank thee. There's earnest of thy service. He gives him some kind of payment, some money. And And here comes the fool. Here comes the fool.
0: Let me hire him, too. Here's my coxcomb.
1: Good, what's a coxcomb? It's a hat. You know, it's a hat, but it's a motley hat, right? Yeah, and it's this little red, uh, crenellated thing that goes down the back of it like a rooster. And it was only worn by fools. So he's like, yeah, here, this is the only thing I own? Here, I'm going to pay him too. And Lear. How now, my pretty knave, how dost thou? Sirah, you were best take my coxcomb. Ooh doesn't even answer Lear. Lear at all. I think he's a little pissed at him. He's more than pissed. He's broken hearted. Yeah. Oftentimes, also, um, directors choose to have the person who played Cordelia play the fool. Oh, interesting. Yeah. <gasps> yeah, that is interesting, right? <gasps> so that then Lear and Cordelia, quote unquote, do get to have this whole relationship. Wow! Right? We get to see it. Wow! 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 Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also because Cordelia and Fool never cross paths ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you could do that. So um this year, uh, the Fool said here to Kent to take his hat. Yeah. And Kent's like, "Why, my boy? Fool, why?" For
0: taking one's part that's out of favor. Nay, and thou canst not smile as the wind sets. thou'lt catch cold shortly. There, take my coxcomb. Why, this fellow has banished two one's daughters, and did the third a blessing against his will. If thou follow him, thou must needs wear my coxcomb. So he's <laughs> he, he is saying... Terrible
1: well, things about Lear. <laughs>
0: yeah, Right. He, I mean, he's
1: calling him out. Oh, really like calling no him out. no one else could. Yeah. No he one else could say He would never take that from anybody else. And he calls him this fellow. He doesn't even say the king, right? Yep. This guy. Get a load of this guy. He fucking banished, banished Tuan's daughters. He banished, he means he pushed out two of his daughters mm-hmm. out into the world mm-hmm. in a way to make their own way. And now they're going <laughs> to make their own way without yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And he did the third a blessing. He against his, his will, life, right? Yeah. He didn't
0: think it was a blessing. He thought he was punishing, but it's that a blessing. One. But yep. that's the one who's
1: blessed. Yeah. yeah. And if you follow him, you have to wear my fool's hat, meaning you're an idiot. Yeah, and you've made a bad choice. you <laughs> made a bad choice. <laughs> and then, but I love this. can not smile as the wind sit. So smile as the wind sits for the ass cushion sounds like you have to ingratiate yourself with the people who've taken power, but you're you're... Smile where your wind is is your ass crack. <laughs> so you also have to, like, show out your bare ass to take a beating. Yeah. Okay, like moon somebody for for anyone's whim, anybody who chooses to beat you because you're an idiot and you're a fool. Fools were regularly beaten, actually, so they were allowed to speak truth, but it doesn't mean that they weren't beaten for it. Uh, wait, wait, wait. And then wait, nuncle, wait, wait. we have the word nuncle. It's just a term of endearment. It means my uncle, but he's, you know, that's how the fool calls. Right, which is also interesting. Yeah, it's a very um, intimate yeah term for them. It, it implies relationship, and they really have an intense relationship. Yeah. So he
0: stops looking at Kent. He turns to Lear and he says, "How now, uncle? Would I have had two coxcombs and two daughters?" Yeah. So he's
1: like, "Oh, you're there? Oh, I didn't see you." Like, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> And Lear, why, my boy?
0: If I gave them all my living, I'd keep my coxcombs myself. There's mine. Beg another of thy daughter's. Yeah,
1: so now he gives his coxcomb to Lear. Mm -hmm. You're the fool now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So if I had given all of my shit away, I'd keep at least my hats, (laughs) you dumbass. (laughs) And Lear warns him, right? Take heed, sir, of the whip. Truce, a dog
0: must to kennel. He must be whipped out when the lady Brock.
1: <laughs> <laughs> when the lady Brock may stand by the fire and stink. Yeah. So Truce's the kind of little dog who has to be whipped out. Yes, but Lady Brock is like lady bitch. yeah, Goneril gets to stand by the fire and smell the whole f- fucking place up Lear. <laughs> <laughs> mm, pestilent gall to me Sarah. i'll teach thee a speech now i just
0: want to say he's calling his daughter a pestilent gall is he or is he calling the fool
1: a pestilent? Gall? i
0: think he's calling goneril
1: already a pestilent gall yes a source I, of bitterness
0: yeah i think because the fools just called her
1: hmm. a bitch called her out. Yeah. and then
0: said she and then she stands by the fire stinking up the place yeah so okay. I think he's saying, Yeah, she's she's pissing me
1: off. My daughter's pissing me off. Pissing me off. Yeah. Yeah. So, so then fools like, I'm gonna teach you a speech. Lear.
0: Do. And mark it. What the hell? I keep hitting this thing. Mark it, Nuncle. Have more than thou showest. Speak less than thou knowest. Lend less than thou owest. Ride more than thou goest. Learn more than thou trowest, which should be trowest, right? Mm -hmm. Set less than thou throwest. (laughs) (laughs) Throwest. (laughs) Leave thy drink and thy whore and keep in a door and thou shalt have more
1: than two tens to a score. All right, let's break it down. So have more than thou showest. Don't show off all your wealth. Yeah. Don't be that person who's like, "Look what all I have." Speak less than thou knowest. You know, like don't you know, give away your secrets. Yeah, you don't have to show off how fucking smart you are all the time. Lend less than thou owest, owest meaning own. So you definitely shouldn't lend more money than you actually have. Yeah. Ride more, ride more than you walk. Goest, you know, because <laughs> like, go ahead and enjoy that. Troist means believe. So, learn more than you think you know. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, like go try to go beyond what you think you believe, and and see, you know, what you can learn. Um, set less than thou throwest. That's a dice dicing um, reference. So bet less than you win. So walk away with some winnings. Right? Leave thy drink and thy whore. <laughs> Don't do those things. Keep in a door, keep indoors out of trouble, and you shall have more than two tenths to a score. You will do better than break even. And Kent, this is nothing, fool.
0: Then tis like the breath of an unfeed lawyer. You gave me nothing for it. Can you make no use of nothing,
1: nuncle? Great, so Kent brings in the theme word, hmm. nothing. He brings it up. And it sets up this whole next thing. The fool, notice, he just takes things and he runs with them. He's fantastically mm-hmm. witty. Mm-hmm. So now he's like, Yeah, I heard about this nothing shit. And I'm gonna throw it back in your face. Can you make no use of nothing? He's he's throwing Lear's words right, right back in his at face. him. And Lear, why no, boy? Nothing can be made out of nothing. <laughs> and he must catch himself because that's Basically what he he said said to Cordelia, right? Right. Nothing will come of nothing. Speak again. That's what he said. Yeah. So it's a repeat of that first scene. And the fool turns to Kent.
0: Prithee, tell him so much the rent of his land comes to, he will not believe a fool.
1: A bitter fool.
0: Dost thou know the difference, my boy, between a bitter fool and a sweet one?
1: Yeah. My my boy. To Lear. Yeah, that's dangerous. He's in for a whipping later. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he's deliberately using that to bring them both to the same level, because I'm going to teach you fucking something right here. And Lear even says, no, lad, teach me.
0: That lord that counseled thee to give away thy land, come place him here by me. Do those, do that bit Do thou for him stand. The sweet and bitter fool will presently appear. The one in motley here, the other found out there. Mm.
1: So he's calling Lear a fool. Yeah. For giving away his land. And also, Lear was the bitter fool. Mm. So he's saying he said, do you know the difference between the bitter and sweet fool? So he's like... The guy that told you to give away all your land, who was that? Mm. Oh, right. It was you. Do thou for him stand. Yeah. Right here. You, you stand in for him right <laughs> here. Did. And then the fool points to himself, you know. The one in Motley here, Motley is the fool's clothing, which is was made up of all these patches. That's why they call it Motley. It's like all these different um, pieces of other people's clothes mm. all stuck together. And... The one here is the sweet one, the sweet fool, and the other found out there, he's pointing to Lear, you're the bitter one, you're the bitter butthead who gave away all your land. Now, this is interesting, I just wanted to point out that this piece right here, mm-hmm. from uh, Dost thou know the difference, my boy, between a bitter fool and a sweet one, this bit that we're just reading right now, until Nuncle Give Me an Egg, which is coming up soon, is not in all of the versions of the script. I looked at a bunch, and this piece is just completely missing from a bunch of editions. Do you think it's because they thought it was offensive? That, that, that a fool should speak to a king like that? I don't know, because he continues to do that. Weird. So I don't know why it's left out. It's really weird. All right, Lear. Dost thou call me fool, boy? All thy other titles thou hast given away. That thou wast born with. <laughs> but I think that's an important lesson. I, Did, so why leave it out? I agree. Yeah. And then Kent. Uh, this is not altogether fool, my lord.
0: Nuncle, give me an egg and I'll give thee two crowns. What
1: two crowns shall they be?
0: Why, after I have cut the egg in the middle and eat up the meat, the two crowns of the egg... When thou clovest thy crown in the middle and gavest away both parts, thou borest thine ass on thy back or the dirt. Thou hadst little wit in thy bald crown when thou gavest thy golden one away. If I speak like myself in this, let him be whipped that first finds it so.
1: (laughs) So first of all, this is not an answer to do you know the difference between the sweet and bitter fool? That's why I'm saying you have to have this piece. Yeah. He's telling him the answer. So then, uh, give me an egg, cuts it in half. Mm-hmm. The meat is the yolk. When Once I've eaten the yolk, you'll have two crowns. Two little funny, silly white white meat crowns in the egg. <laughs> and then he makes this lesson. Yeah, when you cut yours in half, you're basically your crown. You, like, divide it between you, between uh. Yeah. Cornwall and all So you,
0: you, you had very little sense in your head
1: when you did that. When you gave away your crown. And literally, he's calling him a dumbass because thou borest thine ass on the back. You carried your own fucking donkey, you idiot. Ah, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, you carried your own ass. And then at the end, he's so funny. If I speak like myself, like, I didn't say
0: this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, anyone who can prove that I said it is going to get whipped.
0: (laughs) And then he sings. And then he sings. But but I'm not going to sing because you don't want that. That's okay. Fools had ne'er less grace in a year, for wise men are grown foppish, and know not how their wits to wear their manners are so
1: apish. Yeah. So fools are no longer appreciated because everyone else is a fool these days. <laughs> so it's not like I have a unique job anymore. Right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, wise men, some wise. We had this word foppish before, yes, right? We did. Foolish. Yeah, but also um, gay, like, dandy, <laughs> dandy, uh, and know not how their wits to wear, how to employ their good brains, uh, because apish is the sense of, of imitating. Mm-hmm. So they just imitate others because they don't have any uh, unique ideas and they just don't and they also don't know how to act. So they're just like, I'm gonna do what they do and hope that that's right. Lear. When were you wont to be so full of songs, Sirrah? I have used it, Nuncle, ere since thou madest
0: thy daughters, thy mothers. for when thou gavest them the rod and puttest down thine own breeches, in other words, handed them the whip and went your ass over and presented it to them. <laughs> yeah, like a bad boy. Yeah. Then he sings again. Then they for sudden joy did weep and I for sorrow sung that such a king should play bo peep and go the
1: fools among. Their <laughs> <laughs> daughters were suddenly so happy yeah. because they got to spank you. Mm-hmm. Well, Figuratively, Fig- figure. and then at the end he says,
0: "A prithee, uncle, keep a schoolmaster that can teach thy fool to lie.
1: I would fain learn to lie." And you lie, sir, I will have you
0: whipped. So this is interesting. He's like, "I, I, 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 I teach me
1: how to lie, because I know I'm yeah. going to get whipped for right. saying the truth." You want me to say the shit you, you that you believe? Then teach me how to lie. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And. And it just means if, so if you lie, I'm going to whip you. You're not supposed to lie. This is your job. This is your job. He recognized he understands that even though it's horrible and bitter to hear these things, that's his job. And then fool. I marvel what kin
0: thou and thy daughters are. They'll have me whipped for speaking true. Thou't have me whipped for lying. And sometimes I'm whipped for holding my peace. (laughs) <laughs> uh, so for the ass cushions that is for keeping my mouth shut but for the groundlings it's um, touching my dick
1: touching my dick holding on to my bits mm-hmm. and jerking off <laughs> it's which you know if he jerked off on goneril's shoes of course you would whip him yeah. mm-hmm. i'd
0: rather be any kind of thing than a fool and yet i would not be the uncle. Thou hast paired thy wit both sides and left nothing in the middle. Here comes one of the pairings.
1: Yeah, so nothing. He's got to throw that word back in his face. One of the pairings, one of the bits that you carved off of your stuff. So here comes Goneril. Yep, Lear. How now, daughter? What makes that frontlet on? You are too much of late in the frown. Frontlet is just like something that's hanging over your... Brown, mm-hmm. like even like a headband or something like that, but he's like, Why the fuck are you frowning? You're always frowning.
0: And and you know, I I imagine that he speaks to her pretty much consistently like this. Yeah. Like he's not, he's not a doting father. No. He's not someone who's like, Hey, come have a glass of wine with me and let's chitty chat. Yeah. <laughs> no, nope. And the fool says, Thou wast a pretty fellow when thou hadst no need to care for her frowning now thou art an o without a figure
1: you want to do that yeah an o so it's a zero without some kind of digit in front of it to give it any value so you don't have any value it's a zero, yep. You're
0: uh, a zero. you are a zero you are a zero <laughs> i am better than thou art now i'm a fool thou
1: art nothing wow he keeps zinging him with that word What the fuck did you care about the nothing? Right. And look what's gotten you. And then he turns to Goneril.
0: Yes, forsooth, I will hold my tongue, so your face bids me, though you say nothing.
1: Yeah, so the things that you said in the first scene were actually the nothing. That's an incredible implied comparison. And then he sings
0: again. Mum, mum, he that keeps nor crust nor crumb weary of all shall want some.
1: Yeah, so the person who doesn't, who gives away all his possessions because he thinks he's tired of them, is probably going to need them at some point. Yeah. Yeah. And then he points to
0: Lear. That's a shelled peas cod. (laughs) (laughs) Wow!
1: A shelled peas cod is the outside of the pea pod without anything in it. So he's saying, that guy's Olympic. He didn't got no power, he got nothing in him. It's over for him. Wow! 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 He's in for a beating, Goneril. Not only,
0: sir, this your all licensed fool, but other of your insolent retinue do hourly carp and quarrel, breaking forth in rank and not to be endured riots, sir, (laughs) sir, riots, sir.
1: That's hard. The line ending. It's like almost like she's like bringing herself back to a. Period, a place of respect against her will because the fool i think now think about this she sees the
0: fool call her father a limp dick yeah she's mad at her father
1: but this but she's also like you're gonna suffer through this shit what the fuck and and how do, how i mean this guy he says
0: whatever the fuck he wants yeah. to you because she's a rule follower at this point yeah. fools do not and then then she says you know but that others your knights are carousing and fighting and
1: yeah you know and, and it, retinue it, is your followers carp is complaining so they're just like complaining they're fighting they're eating and drinking and eating and drinking and, and rioting yeah and then she's back to sir, sir. Right. sir i had thought by
0: making this well known unto you, to have found a safe redress, but now grow fearful by what yourself too late have spoke and done, that you protect this course and put it on by your allowance, which, if you should, the fault, would not scape censure, nor the redresses sleep. So I thought, if I brought this to your attention... I thought that if I told you people were behaving really badly, that your fool was 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 saying horrible things to people, that your nights were causing chaos and breaking my shit, that you would do something about it. Yeah,
1: safe redress. It's a reliable correction.
0: But what, but,
1: what you've done lately is to protect all of these people. Yeah, now you're making me think that you are encouraging them, not only protecting them, but encouraging yeah. them. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, would not escape censure. So this kind of behavior in you would uh, make people say bad things. They, you cannot avoid disapproval from the outside world if you act like this because and she's then, a rule follower yeah, and then she starts to start this is where the threats start to come in nor the redresses sleep. So I am going to fucking take action if you don't. don't. Well and, and but
0: think about this. I mean, yes, in those days she is the daughter to a king and but this is her house these are her glasses and tables and curtains that are being destroyed he he they're not his they're hers and she's like if you don't stop them i fucking will i fucking will because i cannot tolerate them being this disrespectful in to me in my house And destructive yeah yeah so, nor the redress's sleep, which, in the tender of a wholesome wheel, might in their working do you that offense, which else were shame, that then... Nece- oh, God, 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 God. Yeah,
1: it's really chewy. She yeah. is really carefully controlling and curating her words, and there's a very subtly veiled threats. Yeah, that.
0: yeah which in the tender of a wholesome wheel might in their working do you that offense which else were shame that then necessity will call discreet proceeding.
1: Yeah, so the things in a tender, uh, the tender of a wholesome wheel is the care of a well-managed state. So wheel is like to wield power. So um, if it were done correctly, which I'm going to now do it correctly, it's going to appear like a shame to you because I'm going to be stepping above you to do these things. Right, to manage your affairs, which you're refusing to manage. Yeah. Necessity, and she said. It, "I We have to do something.
0: I mean, he is not... He's just being. He is not doing.
1: Yeah. And she's but, like... But to be fair, that's what he said. He That's did, what he said he was going to do. He did say that, but I don't think she... I don't think anybody understood what that was going to mean. What that was right? going to look like—that yeah. she would have to give up so much to or, have him with her. But or also that she would have to assume the kind of power which she was not ready to do yet. I think you she know? was
0: never raised for that. Yeah. she was raised to be queen. But Albany was supposed to be
1: king. Right. She was never supposed so to be. Right king. now, all of the, um, yeah, all of the, the hierarchies are very unclear right right so nobody understands exactly what their jobs are so therefore gonroll has not yet taken into her um control this kind of power wielding not yet yeah
0: and the fool and says the fool, for you know uncle the hedge sparrow fed the cuckoo so long that it's had its head bit off by its young
1: Cuckoos lay their eggs in other birds' nests. Yeah. Yeah. And so the hedge sparrow let that cuckoo grow too big for her britches, Mm -hmm. that cuckoo, and now she's going to kill it. So out went the candle and we were left darkling. We were left in the dark and abandoned and confused. So uh, out went the candle, really out went the light. So he's pointing out, there is no fucking clarity here, people. Nobody no knows what can their job see is. <laughs> what is right. Yeah. 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 So there's an embedded seeing. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah. And then Lear is just focused on what the fuck? How dare you speak to me like that? Are you our daughter? I wouldst
0: you would make use of your good wisdom, whereof I know you are fraught. And put away these dispositions, which of late transport you from what you rightly are.
1: Yeah, so notice the pronoun. He brings in our, I'm the fucking king, and you are just my daughter. And she's like, just use your brain. here. Yeah.
0: Just use your brain and behave the way a king
1: behaves. Please, you are rightly the king. Please behave like that. Yeah. Transport you. Um, in the quarto, it says transform. The sense is, you know, well, transport is like to be incredibly moved by emotions. So she's implying that he's so volatile in his emotions that he cannot think clearly. He's not being trustworthy, mm-hmm. you know. and But what you rightly are. Yeah, she said you're... You, you, you are rightly the patriarch here. You're the king. So act like act it, like it, please. for fuck's sake. Yeah, Lear, doth any here know me? This is not Lear. Doth Lear walk thus? Speak thus? Where are his eyes? Ding, 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 ding. Either his notion weakens, his discernings are lethargied. Ha! Waking, tis not so. Who is it? Who can tell me who I am? Fool. Lear's shadow. Your name, fair gentlewoman. This. So he's like, who are you again? Right, fair gentlewoman. Do I know you? Yeah. Do I know you? So eyes, Aaron gave you the ding ding. Yeah, there's uh, and his notion weakens. My brain is getting soft. So he's kind of aware that that's happening. I think so. In in moments of clarity, I think same thing happens with Alzheimer's people. In moments of clarity, they know what's happening, and then they go back. Yeah, it's really painful and sad. Um, His discernings are lethargy. uh, So his sensory senses are sleeping. Lethargy. So that's why he says waking, like, wake up. Fucking, what is wrong with me? And Lear's shadow. What's shadow? And what's an actor? Yeah. (laughs) So great. This is one of those moments where Shakespeare points out that, hey, we're all actors and it's a stage. Um, And the fool comes out of, you know, his character for a moment to go. Who are you? Oh, you're the actor playing Lear. (laughs) That's great, love it. So
0: Goneril answers her father. This admiration, sir, is much, o the savor of other your new pranks. I do beseech you to understand my purposes aright. As you are old and reverend, should be wise. Here do you keep a hundred knights and squires, men so disordered, so debauched and bold, that this our court, infected with their manners, shows like a riotous inn. Okay,
1: do you want to do that much? Yeah. I love that you were, it was hard. Uh, The savor of other. It really sounds like, uh, 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 uh. You know, she's just like, ah, how am I going to answer you now? That you're not hearing me.
0: You're not hearing
1: me. Yeah. So... She repeats that same accusation. She's like, our house is transformed into a something else. <laughs> yeah.
0: Epicurism and lust makes it more like a tavern or a brothel than a graced palace. The shame itself doth speak for instant remedy. Be then desired by her that else will take the thing she begs. A little too discordant your train and the remainders that shall still depend to be such men as may besort your age which know themselves and you
1: darkness and devils yeah okay great so epicurism she... remember that from caesar yeah epicurus yeah so it's excessive love of pleasure they're they're, they're fucking in the hallways and she, she says lust yeah. too. yeah yeah, yeah. And brothel, so yeah. you know they're bringing whores in
0: and yeah, fucking it's the serving wenches man. and it's awful. And the yeah. shame
1: calls for instant, immediate fixing. Yeah, and then be then desired by her that else will take. So this is where she desi- sh- I'm asking. Yeah, please. Yeah. Otherwise, I will fucking do it myself. Right. (laughs) So she, she's, she, she's, she, it is a threat. Yeah. It
0: is a threat, but it's, it's, it's ensconced in a, in a reminder at the, at the line ending, begs. Yeah. Begs. I'm begging you just, a little, yeah. Some of so the... So right now she's really... just like,
1: fire some of these guys, yeah. a few of them. And the ones that don't... That don't... Represent you. Represent you or know you. Yeah, besort your age. They're they're appropriate to serving you, not to serving some young, wild kingling. And his response... Is motherfucker. <laughs> darkness and devils saddle my horses call my train together degenerate bastard i'll not trouble thee yet have i left a daughter you
0: strike my people and your disordered rabble make servants of their betters
1: can you imagine him calling his child a bastard, bastard. Mm-hmm. in front of the rest so of So the- here 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 we go she's she did put
0: a thread in there she did but within the begging he's do something and then she says you you are an honored person you are revered have people around you that revere you and honor you. you yeah these guys fucking in my hallways they
1: are not honoring you yeah that's not how a king's household should be right and she keeps trying to go back to that and make him see that you know so the only thing is that she's not she's not like changing her her argument you know so like clearly you know the definition of insanity right trying to to do the same thing but again she's 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 been raised a certain
0: way a palace is like this people behave like this this is how things work this is so she's just going back to this the rules the rules (laughs) yeah over and over and over again
1: yeah and here comes Albany just at a weird time right and Lear's like Whoa, that too late repents. Is it your will? Speak, sir. So he looks at Albany, he's like, Do you have you approved this message, sir? <laughs> you know, and then sends someone else out. Prepare my horses. And back to Goneril Ingratitude, thou marble hearted fiend. More hideous when thou showst thee in a child than the sea monster. Albany, pray, sir, be patient. <laughs> oh but he's a milk toast yeah and he doesn't even know what's happened he doesn't he's, he's like, walked into fuck? this <laughs> it's just like um glosser walking in after that first scene like what's going on yeah right <laughs> what what is it yeah Lear, detested kite thou liest kite is bird of prey so we've got a lot of bird imagery in these last few lines here My train are men of choice and rarest parts that all particulars of duty know, and in the most exact regard supports the worships of their name. Oh, most small fault, how ugly didst thou in Cordelia show, which like an engine wrenched my frame of nature from the fixed place, drew from my heart all love, and added to the gall. Hmm. Interesting. So... His opinion of his guys is that they—they're they're wonderful, wonderful, and in the most exact regard, uh, support the worship. They conscientiously maintain the value of their reputation. So he's saying you're lying that they're fucking in the hallways. Yeah, it's not true. Not true. Uh, and then almost oh, small fault. How ugly. So so this. Oh, most small fault. How ugly did Sal and Cordelia show? Maybe so. This this way of speaking bluntly to your father that he's now seeing in Goneril and thinks that wow this is horrible that my daughters speak this way but i punished already the young one for speaking bluntly to me and, and that has created all the problems right because like an engine an engine is a lever a lever that has like like uprooted me from my normal sense of who I was wrenched my frame of nature notice nature again that another theme word from the fixed place so it, it, it changed the makeup of my heart to her just answering me in this blunt way and now you're speaking to me bluntly and i realize her offense was so tiny and your offense is so much worse
0: and it's really not
1: it's Neither just of them truth, are bad. yeah but he's saying I have
0: no heart. I have no love left in my heart. Yeah. Because of what happened with with
1: Cordelia. Yeah. So I got no love for you. I just have bitterness. We have gall. That word again. And then he's beating on his own head. He's like, "What the fuck was I thinking? Oh, Lear, Lear, Lear! Beat at this gate that let thy folly in and thy dear judgment out. Go, go, my people." In Albany. My lord, I am guiltless as I am ignorant of what hath moved you. It may be so, my lord. So they share lines. I think it's just Lear cutting him off, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, Albany's like, I don't know why you're so upset. (laughs) And then, whoa, he turns to Goneril and curses her. But he starts with, here, nature. So he's asking the goddess nature, mother nature, just like Edmund did in the beginning, right? Thou, nature, art my goddess. It's the very same words. They are the flip side of the coin. Yeah, so fascinating. And and he brackets it with here. Please listen to me and do what I'm asking you. Here, nature, here, dear goddess, here. And you've got the repetition of the ear, ear, yeah. ear, ear. Ear. Yeah. Listening. Mm-hmm suspend thy purpose if thou didst intend and we've got end end mm-hmm. listen suspend, to these end. beautiful sounds of repetition to make this creature fruitful into her womb convey sterility dry up in her the organs of increase and from her derogate body never spring a babe to honor her if she must teem, create her child of spleen that it may live to be a thwart, disnatured Torment to her. Whoa. So, nature,
0: make her sterile. Don't give her any babies. But if she does, make it a baby who torments her.
1: Yeah. Derogate body. So, we have this beautiful antithesis. Derogate and honor. Because derogate is base and lowly. And honor. So, he's holding those two things up against each other. Um, Team is an incredible thing. It's like giving birth, but it's like... Giving birth spewing. to tons of babies, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like a fucking salmon or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> and team and spleen. Yeah, we've got these great uh, E words. Um, spleen means malice or peevishness, so that's like malicious and nasty to her. But then those high E's. He's keening. He's crying. That's he's crying. Spleen, spleen. He's. Yeah. He's. And he. He is not
0: in himself at this oh, moment. No. Even though he's. He's not in prose, but he's. This is something has cracked.
1: Yeah, I think. Yeah. In his madness scene, he's not in prose either. He's in verse. So this is very real to him. It's all real to him, and it's all his truth. Um. But yeah, he's just so upset that he didn't see this. And we just got that heads up that he's comparing this moment to the turning out of Cordelia. And he's like, mother, what the fuck was I thinking? And he's realizing that he's making bad judgments, but he's not going to say it about himself. So he turns it all on Goneril. And you you guys know what keening is. Keening is when you've lost something intense, usually a loved one, and you're weeping. It's almost like he's lost Goneril, mm-hmm. and he didn't, and he, he, it's almost like she's dead to him. This is the only reason that he can say these horrific things to her. Um, thwart, thwart is perverse. Uh, okay, let, and be a thwart, disnatured. oh, I love that, disnatured. natured So we have nature, but then we have dis, who, if you haven't heard us talk about this before in other plays, dis is the ruler of hell. 80s. So disnatured is to flip your normal nature on its head and be the dark side of it. Disnatured, unnatural. Thwart disnatured torment to her. Let it stamp wrinkles in her brow of youth with cadent tears, fret channels in her cheeks. Turn all her mother's pains and benefits to laughter and contempt. That she may feel how sharper than a serpent's tooth it is to have a thankless child. Away, away. Super famous line. Yeah. Yeah, cadent tears. Cadent is from uh, the Latin or Italian, cadere, which means to fall, so that her tears falling so much and so fast cut grooves in her cheeks and basically make her look like an old hag. And her mother's pains and benefits,
0: that's, well, obviously birthing pains and stuff like that, but the benefits are, are her beauty. Yeah. So make people... To laugh at her now and can
1: have contempt for her because she looks like, an ugly, she looks like an ugly old hag. Because of these children that are treating her so badly. But that's kind of what he's experiencing. People are laughing at me. People, You're saying that people are, going to, are, are shaming me, are thinking that I'm disgraceful because of the way that I'm behaving. So he's turning it all on her. He, he knows it's true in some sense, but he's not ready to hear all of that. Mm-hmm. He'll be ready in act three. Before <laughs> you know? But he's not ready now. He's not ready now. And so it's, it's as bad as being bitten by a snake to have a child that's not thankful for all the things that you gave him. So he, le- he leaves and then he's coming to come back in a second and Albany is like, now gods that we adore, whereof comes this?
0: Never afflict yourself to know more of it, but let his disposition have that scope as dotage gives it. Now she's pissed. Yeah. She's like, "Uh, that's it. Yeah. Don't even ask me about it. But if he's going to behave like that, if he's going to act crazy like that,
1: let him have it. Yeah. I'm done. Let him have scope that, like, just turn him loose. As dotage is his, his, you know. Old age. Old age, uh, infirmity, and all that. And then Lear comes right back. What? 50 of my followers at a clap within a fortnight? Albany, what's the matter, sir? I'll tell thee, life and death, I'm ashamed that thou hast power to shake my manhood thus. (laughs) Because, you know, he doesn't mean his penis. No. No. But not to his daughter, he doesn't. But his, you know, his whole sense of himself as a grown man has been ripped away because 50 of my followers had a clap. 50 of his guys were just fired. Gone within a fortnight and they've been let go so within a fortnight so is that they have to leave within the next two-week period or they have already been fired within the last two-week period it may be that gunroll has already carried out some of this stuff without his knowing you know what i mean Mm. because he, the sense is that he he just discovered, as he was telling everybody to mass and get ready to move on, that he doesn't have all the left. guys that he, that he thought he had. Mm-hmm. So it might have been that this was already happening, and she's just telling him now that I will do it if you don't, you know. Mm-hmm. So we're not sure. Right. We're not sure. And then uh, he's like... So he's starting to get really uh, a little disjointed in his speech here. All right. So pay attention to that. And the pronouns again, always, whenever he's speaking, pay attention to his pronouns. Yeah, I am ashamed that thou hast power to shake my manhood thus, that these hot tears which break from me perforce should make thee worth them. Blasts and fogs upon thee. The untented woundings of a father's curse pierce every sense about thee, old fond eyes. Beweep this cause again, I'll pluck ye out, mm. and cast you with the waters that you loose to temper clay.
0: So big ding-ding-dings, because
1: yeah. not only
0: does he say eyes, but I'll pluck ye out is a little bit of willy foreshadowing. Yeah.
1: We're not going to tell you more about that. No. So... In that part, he's like, my own eyes, he's talking about himself. If you cry about this shit again, I fucking will tear you out of my head and use you to make clay, which is crazy, along with the tears that you have shed. But the intended woundings of a father's curse, in other words, he didn't mean to curse her? No, untented. Untented? Those are untreated, so wounds were often covered with cups or... Or fabric and stuff to, um, you know, to, to put the medicine inside. So that's the tent that that is treating okay, I the see. wound. All right. That makes more sense. Yeah. So he's saying, I'm going to wound you and leave them open to the air to, to fester. Yeah. These are my wounds. And blasts and fogs, both of these things were thought to bring on disease. So he's wishing diseases upon her. Yeah. And then he's crying. Embedded stage direction. Mm-hmm. Shake my mat that these hot tears which break from me perforce. You made me cry. How dare you make me cry? And if I cry again, I'm going to smush my eyes. He doesn't eyes. cry in public. No. So that's why he's, so he's experiencing deep shame here. Mm-hmm. So this is why if you say, good fucking God, this is evil and horrible the things that he's saying to his daughter, remember what we said about shame translates to rage. He doesn't have any control here. He is just letting loose with whatever is coming from him because of the pain that he's experiencing. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And also his... You know, he he is, he knows he's out of control. Yeah. He knows he's losing it. Right. So it's Terror terror
1: and shame. Terror, shame, discomfort. Yeah, it's really bad. Ha, let it be so. I have another daughter who I am sure is kind and comfortable. When she shall hear this of thee with her nails, she'll flay thy wolfish visage. Thou shalt find that I'll resume the shape which thou dost think I have cast off forever. In other words, I have another daughter. She loves me.
0: She'll probably tear you to pieces for treating me this bad. And uh, you'll find that I am who I am.
1: Yeah. I'll be king again. I can be king again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Flay, scratch, right? Mm-hmm. Comfortable means comforting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, okay. She says to And Albany, he goes flying out. She says right? to Albany, do you mark that? I cannot be so partial, Goneril, to the great love I bury you. Pray you, content. What, Oswald,
0: ho! You, sir, more knave than fool, after your master.
1: Yeah, because N- the fool is sitting there like, oh, shit. And then the fool was like, help,
0: come back. Right, and, and, and so even here I feel like, I know I'm, you know, I'm the Goneril cheerleader, but <laughs> even here I feel like she's like, Go take care of him. What are you doing? Like, I, yes, I want him out of my house. And yes, I've said I'm done and all of the go, go, go be with him. Go take care. It's not like, get the fuck out of my house. It's more because she says, she says, you're a knave. Go after your master. I don't know. That's what I hear in it.
1: I hear, get the fuck out of here. And then
0: <laughs> the fool says, Nuncle Lear, Nuncle Lear, Terry, take the fool with thee fox, when one has caught her, and such a daughter, should sure to the slaughter, if my cap would buy a halter, so the fool follows after.
1: Yeah, so again, his hat is his only possession. Mm-hmm. So he's saying, if I could trade my hat for a noose, I would have you killed. A halter is a noose. I would string you up, bitch. Should mm-hmm. sure to the slaughter. And if gone it roll. was in my power, you would die. This man hath had good
0: counsel a hundred nights. tis politic and safe to let him keep at point a hundred nights. Yes, that on every dream, bing, 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 bing. Mm-hmm. each buzz, each fancy, each complaint, dislike, he may and guard his dotage with their powers and hold our lives in mercy. Oswald, I say,
1: yeah, so politic. Is it sensible? Yeah. Is it sound? You know? At point means armed. Yeah. yeah. So they're obviously they, they not only fucking and drinking, but they're armed, heavily armed. Right. And right. drunk's dangerous. Armed and it's yeah. dangerous. Right. And dream, Aaron did the ding, it's a buzzword of of like, pay attention because things are going to shift now. All right. Each buzz is a little bit of gossip. For every little thing, they can, you know, every every Fancy of his of Lear's, he can uh, command them to hurt somebody and hold right? us hostage in our own house. Yeah, yeah. And she, so
0: she's still going back to that. She's yeah. still, she's, she hasn't. This go- should
1: be my refuge, right? right? It should be my place of safety, my own house, right? But it's not. Yeah, in Albany. Well, you may fear too far
0: safer than trust too far. In other words, better to be better to be safe than sorry. Yeah. Basically, yeah. So so, so he, he's saying, oh, I think you're taking it a little, a, no, little a little too far. She's like, are you kidding me? They could turn on a dime and slit your throat. <laughs> yeah. Like, let me still take away the harms I fear, not fear still to be taken. I know his heart. What he hath uttered, I have writ my sister. If she sustain him and his hundred knights, when I have showed the unfitness. How now, Oswald? What have you writ that letter, letter? Letter, 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 What have you writ that letter to my sister?
1: Yes, madam. Take you some company and away to horse. So wait. Let's just look at this. So let me still take away. So she wants to keep the power. I should be able to control what kind of dangerous people are in my house and not fear to be taken. I don't want to be the the victim. Right. right. Let me still take away the harms I fear, not fear still to be taken. Yeah. And so then she's written to Regan and told her the situation and I've showed the unfit I'm I'm telling her again that he's not fit to control these kinds of important decisions. Mm-hmm. And then here comes Oswald. or or
0: he or that he doesn't recognize that his people are dangerous. Yeah. He thinks they're all upstanding men, but they're not and yeah. they're armed. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it depends.
1: And here comes Tody Oswald.
0: <laughs> uh, take you some company and away to horse. Inform her full of my particular fear. And thereto add such reasons of your own as may compact it more. Get you gone and hasten your return. And so she's like, tell her what's happened here. And you can embellish it as you want. Yep, go ahead and tell her whatever you want to tell her. From your own experience? That's right uh and now it's all leaves no no my lord this milky gentleness and course of yours though i condemn not yet under pardon you are much more at task for want of wisdom than
1: praised for
0: harmful mildness
1: so she's still speaking respectfully to her husband in a way yeah she's saying uh you are gentle you're gentle and, and I'm not condemning that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yet. <laughs> I like that. Yet is in both, you know, it's is bracketed by commas. So it's interesting. Though I condemn not, yet. <laughs> right? Although I condemn not, yet under pardon. Right? So, yeah. but it, it depends on how you read how it. How you read the yeah. commas. Yeah. Uh, you're at task, you're open to criticism for being too mild and therefore, you know, subjecting yourself to danger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Albany has an eyes thing. Mm-hmm. How far your eyes may pierce, I cannot tell. Striving to better, oft we mar what's well. Nay, then. Well, well, the event. That's really weird that there's a rhyming and couplet and then there's weird two little throwaway lines. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, the event means we will see how it all turns out. You know, once we have the thing. Um, striving to better off to be more what's well. Sometimes when we're trying to fix something, we actually ruin something that was already fine. Mm. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. But in her mind, it is broke. It is broke. But I think that's also a commentary on the play already as much as has happened so far because Lear was trying to fix his situation and he fucked it up.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Everybody, everybody's trying to fix it. Edmund's trying to fix his situation. And he's
1: going to fuck it up. Right?
0: Everybody.
1: Right. Except for Cordelia. Cordelia, yeah. She didn't try to fix anything. She just tries to be honest. Tries to be honest. And Kent is, Kent is all about fixing everything. (laughs) He's the fixer. I'm the Kent. <laughs> he's the co- codependent. Yes. I'm a, yes. <laughs> yes. Aww. Yeah. We didn't hear much from him. Nope. The rest of the scene. Nope. He's just watching. He's an onstage observer. He is us. Mm-hmm. Well, I think he's kind of taking it all in and trying to, like, where do I stick my little fingers in and try to fix things? But, you know, he's not going to. Dressed as a servant, he's not going to step between Goneril and Lear. No. He's the one who's running out when Lear goes, go get my fucking horses. He's like, yes, sir. So <laughs> <laughs> no. you say. Yes, sir. Yes, boss. Oh. All, right, oh. all righty. Well, I'm Aaron. And I'm Diana. And we'll leave you with that sense of discomfort. Because <clears throat> this has been Fuck Lear. Shakespeare. Lear. <laughs> <laughs> bye. Bye.
0: For additional fun shit from Fuck Shakespeare, you can head to our website at fckshakespeare.com. Or find us on
1: Instagram at fckshakespeare. If you are enjoying this podcast, you could support us for as little as 99 cents per month. Just click the support button on the page on Spotify or Anchor. Tell your friends.